Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang in with D's. We are back. Episode number 18 with me once again. We have Dylan. Yeah. Feels like uh basically took his job. Took Hunter's job. Took a damn. Gotta be a South Park fan to get that. Yeah. Uh it's been a little while. Um was it at least a week. Over a week. I think the last one we did was on a Thursday. Yes, yes it was. Yeah, so wow, lots of has happened. Um we're going to cover, uh, we got some actual breaking news today, today being Wednesday, Wednesday the 16th, right? 15th? It's on your computer. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. Yes, yeah, 16th. Um, we do have some breaking news today. We're also going to go over everything we saw in the NFL week one. Um, we're going to talk some side stories from the NFL. We got some MLB stuff, going to talk NBA. Uh, let's just get right into the um, the breaking news of the day. And it had been talked about, argued back and forth, but Big Ten is going to play football this season a little sooner um, than they originally said. Originally, they well, first they said January. Then they said maybe by, what, Thanksgiving, I think they were talking about. Well, even initially it was, oh, we're going to do spring football, which we talked about that horrible idea. Don't do that. And then January, and then, okay, maybe December, and now it's going to be October 24th. Yeah, so we're what um, approximately a month and a half, five, five and a half, six weeks out, um, and we we looked it up, got the details. They are going to be eligible for the bowl championship playoffs. It's going to be interesting to see whether or not anybody makes it because how many games did you say they're going to play? Eight regular season games, and then they're going to do the Big Ten title game, and they're also going to do consolation games. So I guess each division winner, not division winner obviously, but um, each division, the teams that play second through seventh are going to play each other. So like second and second, and second, third versus yeah. third. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it gives them an extra game, uh, probably a little extra TV revenue as well. Yeah. Give guys another chance to get um, game footage, help for the draft too. So, so and they're going to be well six weeks behind the other college teams that are playing, um, but because they are doing their championship game on December nineteenth, the final playoff rankings come out the twentieth, which makes a Big Ten team eligible to get into the playoffs. But as we were talking about off air, it's going to take a hell of a season by yeah. one of these teams, I think to make it at this point um, and really looking at it. And I know this might break your heart, but at this point, I think the only team that's got a legitimate chance is going to be Ohio state. No, you're, you're right. I mean, I hate to admit it, but I don't know who else. It and would and be. even, even so they're going to have to a be perfect and yeah. look damn good doing it in order to crack that. Is it, it's four. still four teams. Still right? four. Okay. Which I think they should. I I'd like to see them expand it to six. Um, six I wouldn't mind, but a lot of people are saying yeah, eight. Just, eight's eight, too eight, many. Eight I think is too many. I think six is a good number. There's you can, you know, very rarely do you have a season where you can look at eight teams and say they got a legitimate chance, right? Against some of the other teams, six I could see that, and, and you know you, sometimes a team might drop a game or two early on and then just become juggernaut and they're done. Like they they can't claw out of that. And I think with a six team playoff, you could have a team that could do that. I remember, I don't remember what year it was exactly, but back when it was, um, it it was actually before I think the playoffs, I think it might've still been the BCS, Mm -hmm. but there was no question that one of the top teams in the country at the time that at the end of the season was USC. 
I mean, they were just rolling teams, but they struggled early out of the gate, lost two games at like the very beginning of the season that they shouldn't have lost, but they did. And they never could climb the rankings. Just I, they were, they just missed them. Yeah. But at that point, that was one of the big arguments for the playoff was because a team could lose an op- not an open necessarily an opener, but an early game of the season and still show enough to be considered for the playoff. And I think a six team format would would better serve a lot of those teams. Plus, I I don't see how I mean everybody wins there. You're you're gonna make more money. You get more TV revenue. You get more exposure for your programs. I, I just I mean I you could even make the same argument for an eight team thing, even though it's not ne- really a necessity, but in this day and age of the money hungry sports world, I, I'm surprised that hell, I'm surprised they don't go sixteen and right. just, you know, make a tournament out of it. Yeah. I think the biggest reason why they've didn't want to expand it and why they're they haven't done it so far is just because college football has the best regular season. I mean, every single game is ultra important because of like you said, you know, one loss could massively damage uh, your yeah, chances I agree. To make the playoffs. So that is something that's great about college football. Something unfortunately that sucks about college basketball is the regular season is basically meaningless. Yeah, so. for the most part. I mean, you you want to get a high seed, obviously, but even that isn't as meaningful uh, because there's no like home court or anything. You can be in your area. They try at least the top seeds. They'll typically try and put in uh, the region that the team comes from. So you'll have, you know, some pretty good home support. But, yeah, by and large, um, the, the regular season of college basketball is not very important at all. I mean, um, but football, yeah, you, you can't slip, which is a, a double-edged sword because that's also the reason that you see teams like Ohio State and, and Michigan and even in the SEC, they schedule these cream puffs yeah. for the first two or three weeks of their season. And usually they hang sixty on them or better, unless you're Michigan and you play Appalachian State. <clears throat> but I'm so. Oh, by the way, you keep giving me shit about that. You do realize Florida lost to an FCS school like three years ago? No, I didn't. Oh yeah, they did. I don't remember. It didn't happen. Oh uh-huh, okay. Yeah, but who was the first ever? I don't know. If, no, they weren't the first ever. Are you sure? No, it's just they were the highest ranking. Yeah, team that to ever be. lose to at an home. FCS school. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, what were? What, they were fourth, fourth, okay. first game of the area, and it was funny because I wasn't even a Michigan fan. Then. The the actual the anniversary of that game, mm-hmm. I think, was the day after we last recorded because it, it popped up on my my Twitter or whatever the the anniversary. I'm like, oh, we got to get in the studio so I can give them shit about it. But neat. I mean, it, it was a memorable game. It really was. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, for different reasons for both of us, right? But, I mean, I didn't have a dog in the fight other than enjoying Like I said, when it happened, I wasn't even a Michigan fan yet, so I didn't care. But I just get this retroactive bullshit for it. Well, yeah, and, and you always will. Yep. So, so yeah, Big Ten football, it's going to be back uh, in about six weeks. Kind of interesting to see um, how that transpired because, you know, they were done, and then there was the protests, and they were talking about it, and then they said no. Then they said, okay, January, maybe November, and now here we are. They're going to do it in October. Popular demand, I think. Yeah, I think they're just, and not only that, but you know the I I don't know why I can't ever remember his damn name. the The quarterback from Ohio State, Justin Fields. Justin Fields was not playing. No, if especially if they did spring slash January, whatever he said, I'm not playing. And say blame him. And now all I don't either. Not even one tiny little bit, but now he says he is playing. And so I, I don't know if it's the possibility of a championship run. Um, Maybe. I mean, it's still a pretty big risk, although I guess technically speaking, they'll still be done with their season at the normal time that mm-hmm. they would have been done had they started playing back when they should have started playing. So, I mean, I guess I, I understand that, but shorter season too. So less chance. Yeah. Of injury less anyway, chance of injury so. there. So, uh, and, and we joked about it on the ride over here, but the big question now is at what time tomorrow does the Pac-12 announce that they're going to start playing on the 24th? Because it seems like they wait and see what the Big Ten does before they you know, make their decision. Um, so don't be surprised at all if, if you see that announcement. Um, if not tomorrow, within a week 
Yeah. I think they'll they'll bow down and and just play because they're the last conference the, major conference left. Something just dawned on me though that might actually get in the way of that. That I can't believe I just now thought of it. Um, everything going on in the West Coast right now. How well, you know the, the sky's fucking orange fire. Yeah. 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 Air there quality is there is not great. Um. So yeah, I, I could see that. Especially, I mean, you got a lot of teams in the Northwest and, and California, of course. So yeah, they might just go ahead and, and squash that. But I mean, if they really wanted to play that, they could find a way. Yeah. They could find neutral sites or whatever and get it done. So they could play. Well, no, there's way too many games, but I was going to say there's SoFi in LA, but that's, yeah, you, got, you would have to have, have 12 nu- teams, numerous there's locations. No yeah. yeah, definitely. Work. So, uh, moving on in the NBA last night, the Clippers. Wow. Blowing a three, one lead to the nuggets and, and look, hats off to the nuggets. They've been playing their asses off and have knocked off some teams that nobody expected them to beat. Uh, Jamal Murray has just been unconscious and, um, playing NBA 2K, there's all kinds of memes and stuff on Twitter about whether he's using the aim stick and everything, which we'll get into that some other time. But, um, but yeah, they, they've just been juggernauts and they went down three, one and then flipped the switch and sent LA home. So this entire bubble season, it's been like, okay, it's going to be LA versus LA. Just write it down. That's what it's going to be. And no, it's not. Um, (laughs) So now we get the Nuggets and the Lakers, which that's just not going to put any asses in the seats. Of course, they can't have people in the seats anyway, but still, it's it's not the matchup the NBA wanted no. as far as television and all that stuff. They're, nobody is more upset about it besides Clippers fans than the people that cash the checks in the NBA front offices because, look, L.A. versus L.A., that's a that have been a, a huge ratings draw. Right. And now they don't get that. And you got to wonder what, what do the Clippers do now? You know, they spent all this money to get Kawhi and Paul George and, and did it for nothing. And those are the two reasons why they're going home is because they, those two played horribly, especially last night. But throughout these last three games that they lost, it's not played well at all. Well, I can't imagine they're going to blow it up after one season. No, they they won't. But again, we're in the day and age now where teams are not teams, but players piss and moan and stomp their feet enough. They get shipped out. And I, I have no reason to believe that's going to happen here, but let's just, I won't be surprised. Right. And the other kind of surprise that we haven't been able to talk about because we haven't been here for so long is the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. You know, they were a shoe in, you know, to to go from the east and they played like shit to the point where Giannis basically said, I don't want to play here anymore. But now he sat down. They brought in. Uh, he did. Yeah. I, I thought I heard the exact opposite, that he wasn't going to leave. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't an actual thing where he came out, but all of the insiders were basically saying that he wanted out unless they did something hmm. and the owner sat him down and said, okay, you know, we're going to build around you. Whatever They're going to go want. over the luxury tax finally. Yeah. yeah. At the very least to it, mm-hmm. um, to the point where they're going to bring somebody else in. And Chris Middleton is great, but I don't think he is that top tier number two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so they're going to have to do something. And I don't know, if it's going to be uh, another shooter, because other than Middleton, that, I think that was one of their bigger weaknesses, or if they decide to go point guard or whatever. But the bottom line is, is they're on the cusp. They just need a little extra help. Um, so it'll be an interesting offseason to see what Milwaukee does. But you can't talk about the East without talking about Miami. They are still playing out of their minds. Um, one last night, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals against Boston. Mainly because uh, the block. Did you happen to see? I did see the block. Yeah. That was amazing. his hand was like right over the rim and just. Yeah, Jason Tatum came in on a drive and was getting ready to throw down a monster one-handed slam, and they call him Bam Bam Abajo or whatever. I can't his name. pronounce his yeah. last name. But I mean, he just jumps up like you said, one-handed, and just said, "Uh," uh-uh, and yeah. swatted it away and basically sealed the win for Miami. 
so they're at 1-0 now in Boston. And at this point, if I'm a betting man, I my the way Miami's playing, I just think they're too hot right now. And Boston's going to have to really get it together because Miami is on a roll. Jimmy Butler has just been playing godlike. And it's going to lead. I, I'd like to see Miami in L.A. as much as, I mean, a lot of traditionalists are wanting Boston, L.A. Lakers because, mm-hmm. just because of – the, the history names, there, Lakers, Celtics, yeah. Um, but the way Miami was playing, I think that that would be an interesting matchup um, for the Lakers. So we'll see. Uh, MLB has come out and basically laid out their plans. They are going to go to the bubble format um, come playoff time, which is coming up here fairly soon. Um, they've chosen basically four stadiums, and they're going to host eight teams each. Uh, because it's 16 game or 16 team playoff, eight from each side. They're going to be in California and in Texas, and then uh, so they'll have two locations in each state until it gets to the um, World Series. No conference. Yeah, the the league, league yeah. championship series will then be one one in California, which I believe is the American League is going to be in California, and the National League is going to be in Texas. Um, which is funny because the Yankees are like one of the favorites and they're going to have to basically cross the country mm. for their playoffs. And then the World Series is going to be in Arlington, Texas, where the Rangers play. So they've got that figured out. That You can go on ESPN and actually look at the entire schedule of how they're doing it. I think the wild card rounds are best of three, and then you go into your traditional best of seven series until the World Series, and the World Series is being played – I think it starts the last week of October, if I'm not mistaken. So we're we're gonna have playoff baseball probably a week or two into November. Right. Which I, I think we've had a couple times where it went into like the first week of November. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's and that obviously that's why they picked the locations that they picked: warm weather and um. No, you don't have to worry about snowing in New York when right. they're trying to play a World Series game, if that's the way that it pans out. Um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, my Cubbies are, are still hanging on first. You um, Darvish has had a hell of a season. He's being tossed around as the uh, Cy Young candidate. Um, Cubs pitched a no-hitter. Did you see that? The Alec Mills? No? Nah. Didn't even hear about it? No. Nah. He's had 16 starts in his life, and he pitched a no-hitter against the Brewers uh, Sunday. No, well, nobody heard about it because it was on Sunday, which was oh yeah, week one of the NFL. But, yeah, uh, Cubs won that game 12 nothing, and, and he pitched a no-hitter uh, against a pretty strong Milwaukee Brewers lineup. And he was a guy that basically was an undrafted free agent, and the, he's been with the Cubs organization for a while now. And he's he's been strong all year, but he looked really good on Sunday. So, McCovey's are still in it. Um, I think they got a three three and a half game lead. Um, but with eight teams in the playoff on a in a three game series, anything can happen. Right. Really, I mean, it, all it takes is for the the right team to get hot at the right time, and you know, the whole COVID thing is isn't going to change that. That's the same thing has happened before, where a team that maybe kind of struggle during the year but squeak into the playoffs and then you just everything starts clicking at the right time and i mean look baseball's supposed to be a 162 game season mm-hmm. and they're playing 60 no you know there are teams that that just get going at the 60 game mark right and, and really pick it up and we've seen it countless times weren't the nationals kind of in that position yeah, last, the, year? last yeah. year at the uh, all-star break the nationals were not a playoff team and and I don't even think they were 500. I think, and in fact, I know they weren't 500. And they were, I don't know, maybe third place, but I think they might have been even worse than that in their division. Mm-hmm. And then just got caught caught fire and climbed up into the wild card spot and won a World mm-hmm. Series. So, um, all right. Uh, do you have anything else sports wise uh, before we get into? No, nah, the... I don't believe I do. Until we start talking NFL now. Yeah, all right. Well, let's get right to it. Look, when I decided to do this show, which if you know anything, you know that I'm on another show, 
and we don't talk about sports over there because it's all the other bullshit going on in the world. And so I decided I wanted to do a show where we could talk sports and entertainment and comedy and all this stuff. But I'm going to say 80% of the reason why I wanted to start a show was to talk about football. Right. And that's, that's my area of expertise. Obviously, uh, now that um, Hunter doesn't come around anymore, I don't have a baseball guy. Right. Because um, I still plan on having my buddy Jake out. Um, I already talked to him about it, actually. He's going to come out and do some recording, too, when it's probably closer to playoff baseball, just so we have somebody on here that knows what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, football is – that's that's what I live for. That is a sports season. I That's the only one I care about. I yep. mean, as much as I enjoy watching other sports, and I'll pay attention mm-hmm. to them while football season is going on, on Sunday – a regular season NFL game is on and the world series is on. I'm still watching the regular season NFL game. Yeah. I might flip over during commercials or, or check the old app or whatever, just see what's going on. But yeah, football is it. So it's finally here. Um, we had praise the law. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had a little bit of sloppy football. I didn't really see anything major. That, that, really that not that stuck bad. Out, you know, kicking I mean, was a problem. Yeah, there were some kicking issues. Um, Goskowski, especially, good God. Right, and we'll get to that as well. Um, but yeah, as far as what I expected to happen, pretty much happened. A couple of things did surprise me. Um, I'll just start it off. Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. have way too much talent. Yeah, to lose the way they lost, yeah. they got their ass handed to them by the Ravens, and uh, look, my disdain for the Baltimore Ravens is very well known, especially on this show so far. Um, Lamar Jackson had a great game, um, had two hundred seventy-five yards, three touchdowns, no picks, almost a perfect passer rating. Um, Baker Mayfield, not so much. Uh, what was he? Twenty-one thirty-nine for a buck eighty-nine, one touchdown, one interception. You know, again, it goes back to they've got all that talent. They spent all this money. They got OBJ. They got Landry. They got Ninjoku. They got Cream Hunt, Nick Chubb. How the hell did you look that bad with that much talent? Right. And, and they got a good defense too. I mean, they got thirty-eight points hung on them by the Ravens team. And for all the stars that I just named on the Cleveland offense. Their defense is supposed to be their strength, and they got lit up. Right. I mean, it was, what, 24 nothing at halftime. Or no, they did get six in the first. Yeah, no, they did score six. 24-6, though, yeah, still. Yeah, in, in the first quarter, they scored six points, and then they just shit the bed. And there's speculation that there's a rift between Baker Mayfield and OBJ, and both of them said, no, we're fine. We just got to build chemistry. Well, you've been there a year. Yeah, you that chemistry should if it ain't there now, I don't I don't know how you're gonna get it. Exactly. You know, and I I just I don't know. I, I don't see I know they had some kicking issues as well, but you're not gonna blame all of that ass whooping on a kicker that wasn't great. I don't remember what was the did he even have any missed Oh he oh he missed one kick. I was going to say. Oh, and no, and he, an extra point. He missed. Yeah, he missed an extra so point and a field goal. So four points. So, yeah, it ain't the kicker. Right. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. No, it didn't help matters. But your biggest problem is not your kicker, Cleveland. It's you're a shitty football team. Uh, where else? The, the other surprises we had in the league. Quick question, just because I want to add this on to like I because I heard the rumor as well that they're considering shopping OBJ. Which I would not surprise me. Not a bad idea. I don't know if they need help on O line or what, but it's not working. So you might as well trade them, get yeah, something get, for get them, get something out of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know where you would point to and say that that's your glaring need and what you're going to get out of him because his play these last couple of years has dropped his stock significantly. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is a what have you done for me lately league, and right now. You know, it's not like they're going to get first or probably even second round quality talent out of it. So do you just write it out and hope for the best or do you try and and do what you can and, and find a sucker out there that'll, you know, give up a little more than they probably should? 
Right, and maybe not right now. I mean, a trade deadline's week six, right? So yeah, I mean they they've got a little time. Um, and again, it's week one. They didn't have preseason games. Granted, they had kind of a training camp, but you know, like we said uh, weeks ago, when you still see these problems in week three and week four, mm-hmm. then it's it's time to to kind of hit the panic button because at this point. Your team should be gelled and, you know, I mean, as long as there's no major injuries, well, you, you should have your shit together by then. I mean, everybody's yeah. played games and everything. Um, the Jets are wow, probably the worst team in football. Yeah. I mean, even their big super fan, Mike Greenberg, is just he, beside himself with yeah. how bad that team is. Did you hear what he said the other day? I can't remember. He was a guest on one of the oh it's that new the ESPN new show, yeah. that you hated he said i've said this before uh my son who's in the fifth grade if i had heard that adam gase wanted to coach that team i would say no because he wouldn't be qualified yeah yeah i mean i don't know how he still has a job he he failed miserably in miami yeah and so far he's done nothing with the jets to to even show any kind of improvement he, they got Look, still, in my opinion, one of the best running backs in football. Right. And there's not really any other talent around him. Uh, Darnold's solid, but again, he's got no weapons. He's got no offensive line. They've got a defense that can't really stop anybody, and you shipped off your best player on the defense. Yeah. Yeah. And on the the other side of that coin of, of who was supposed to be the worst team in football, tanking for Trevor... They get a win. Yeah. Against Indy. Right. See, I mean, Gardner Minshew's the greatest quarterback of all apparently time. Apparently so. I you mean, were talking shit and one in completion, three tutties. Is that – I didn't even see a stat line. Was it that good? Yeah. One in completion, three touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. And he played pretty good. Yeah. I mean, 27-20 over the Colts. Um, Do you – going back to the the last game, the, the Jets are horrible, obviously, but – Buffalo's still pretty damn good. No, d- yeah, don't get me I wrong. Mean, Buffalo did to the Jets what they're supposed to do yeah. to the Jets, which beat them into submission because Buffalo's got one of the best defenses in the league, and they got a solid offense. Not great. Uh, they don't have a, a really good uh, running game. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think. Josh Allen's part of that, though. and Yeah, they, they've got a decent running game because of Josh Allen. Yeah. They don't have any game breaker there, and they, they've got um, – they do have Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's potential there. I, I still don't know that I would trust them to hang 40 on a no. you know a decent team or anything like that. Um, but, again – yeah, it's as bad as the Jets looked, I don't want to take anything away from Buffalo. Buffalo did what they're supposed to do to bad teams. Yeah. And that's, you know, beat their ass. Yeah, and they're also just built the way they need to be for the playoffs. I mean, January, yeah, hard great nose, defense, yep, great so, running game. Solid running game, awesome defense. Uh, don't make mistakes is the biggest thing. And, and that's, that's going to be the Josh Allen litmus test is can he win a playoff game Instead of not lose it, you yeah. Know? I mean, because that's what kills you is turnovers and, and quarterback play in the playoffs. It's whoever makes the least amount of mistakes, and he's got 15 more weeks to show that he's going to be that guy. All right. Um, Colts, the, Jags. You went. I don't know if you were ready to talk about that yet. Or... Well, I just again just surprised that Jacksonville's having a fire sale, and then they come out and they win a game. Like you almost wonder if if Shad Khan didn't call somebody like, do you not understand what we're trying to do here? Yeah. You know, winning is not what we want. Um, and cr- crazy too. How I heard, I heard that the Colts offense had like something like 495 yards. I don't know if you can pull that up to verify it, but they never punted and they lost, which is insane because they never punted. Cause Phillip, I think threw two picks and there was one yeah, that was rivers ridiculous. had, had two picks, uh, Three, how many is that? Three sixty-three. So Rivers had a pretty decent game, except for the interceptions, which would kill you. Their running game wasn't that good, no. And they lost Marlon Mack for the season. I don't know if you saw that. I did because I have Hines and Taylor. Yeah, in I actually fantasy, so that worked out pretty I went, well. I went to pick up Hines. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, because I knew Taylor was gone, means how he was a top top pick. But but yeah, none of them. I mean, I guess if you look at the stats. 
well, Mac was averaging six and a half a carry, but he only carried the ball four times before he blew his knee up. Um, the other two guys were average at best. Taylor was a little shaky, but again, he's a rookie and he got some catches though. So. Yeah. Um, I still think the Colts are going to be one of the better teams out of that division. I, I think maybe, but Philip just, that's been his story the last couple of years is throwing he's, the ball into defensive meeting rooms and yeah, he's, he's definitely fallen off a little bit, but yeah, I mean, if you look the stats, it's hard to see that they lost except for when you look at the, the interceptions and they didn't fumble the ball. So they really, they only had two turnovers. They just couldn't stop Jacksonville. And I can't even believe those words came out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, Gardner issues 19 of 20, only 173 yards, but he, again, he got it done when it needed to get done. Right. And having that short field definitely helped matters. Um, because then you don't make any mistakes, and their def- I'm surprised their defense played as well as they did. Yeah, you know to hold because it's still Philip Rivers. I mean, he hasn't completely fallen off yet, and I mean yardage wise, he carved him up pretty good. He just made critical mistakes at the wrong time, and they walk away with an L. Yeah. Not not a good start for the the boys in blue. Nope. Um, other big shock of the day, and I'm sure, you know, with all the Carson Wentz dick riding that you do. Uh, yeah. I, I saw a stat. The, the, the Redskins, basically, they beat the uh, 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 um, Washington oh. football team. Oh, shut up. That's what um, they're called. I know. They were down 17 to nothing. Yeah. And they lost, or, or I guess won 27-17. So they didn't allow a second-half point while scoring – 20 in the second half themselves. And I saw that they, the Washington football team averaged only, I think it was 3.4 yards per play. Holy shit. Yeah. And won the game. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. But you sack the opposing quarterback eight times. That definitely will help. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would not have guessed that out of that Washington defense. I mean, no, no way, no how. They have Chase Young, who yeah. is, by all accounts, is going to be a bad motherfucker. Um, and he looked like it. I know he had a sack and a half, so good start for him. Ron Rivera as well. Yeah, my head coach when is we did help. our yeah when we did our show last week talking about the NFC, that was the thing. Um, I mean, granted, we both picked them. I think I picked them third, and you picked them fourth. I did, yeah. But one of the things that we talked about that, that could drive them would be the whole get behind Ron Rivera as he battles through cancer and everything. And it kind of happened in that game. I don't know if you heard that story, but like you said, they were down 17 to nothing. Halftime comes. He had to have an IV, right? Yeah, he had yeah. an IV so that he can coach the rest of the game. And I guess while he was doing it, Dwayne Haskins rallied the troops, gave a speech, no clue what he said, and then they went out and Scored twenty seven unanswered and one, so not uh, well. They scored seven before half, so uh, okay twenty. <laughs> I thought you said it seventeen nothing at half. Eagles were up seventeen uh, to nothing at oh. one point. Oh, okay. Sorry, and then sorry, they sorry. scored. I see. It, it was seventeen seven at halftime, but then Washington come out and scored twenty in the second half. Eagles didn't do shit. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, look, the Eagles are a good team. I'm gonna chalk that up to week one. No preseason, you know what I mean. I, I still fully expect the Eagles to win that division, and you average three point four yards per play. You're not going to win very many games. No, nah, no. You know, I mean, crazy shit has happened. I look. I've I watched the Houston Texans back when they were I, they were either an expansion team or in year two had like less than fifty yards of total offense, and they beat the Steelers back when the Steelers were a playoff team. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to talk about painful watching that bullshit? <laughs> Carr was their quarterback. Yeah. Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on uh, around the rest of the league, uh, another, not really a surprise, but kind of an FU to the naysayers, the Packers. Yeah. Hanging 43 on the Vikings. I mean, they gave up 34, but Aaron Rodgers played out of his mind at 360 yards passing, four touchdowns. Uh, Aaron Jones had a solid game. Devontae Adams was a monster. Had him you in know. fantasy, so yeah. Yeah. Great game. So yeah, don't write the Packers off yet. And we you know, we both did. 
didn't really write them off. Yeah, I, I think know. we both had them in the playoffs, but um, I yeah. had Minnesota winning the division. They, they served notice, or at least Aaron Rodgers served notice that he's not quite done yet. Um, the Bears had absolutely zero business winning that game. Yeah, none whatsoever. The the Lions had it won. The dude, it was a wide open touchdown, and he just dropped it. Yep. And Trubisky looked like absolute shit for the first half. Every, As usual. Almost every one of my, my Bear friends that I see on Facebook were calling for Nick Foles. And, and Trubisky had a solid second half, mainly fourth quarter, to be honest with you. They put up 21 in the fourth. Yeah, he and, played amazing in the fourth and, quarter. And pulled it out, despite the fact that they shouldn't have. Because, like I said, I don't remember the guy's name, but literally the, the Detroit Lion as he's crossing the goal line wide open, just drops the pass. And that would have pretty much sealed the deal. It would have made it, I think, 30 to 20 at that point with not a whole lot of time left. And yeah. the Bears hadn't really shown much um, that would convince me that they were going to come back and win that game. No, definitely not. Uh, where else we go? And uh, I guess we, we can talk to the Chiefs. We didn't – the last time we – actually broadcast was the day of the yep. game. Um, Chiefs look like the Chiefs. Yeah, still uh, world beaters. Yeah, and, you know, the Texans didn't look bad considering um, David Johnson looked great. Yeah. He, he looked like the David Johnson from four years ago. Granted, it's only one game. Right. But it's an encouraging sign, you know, to, to see a guy that – basically was one of the top three backs in the league for a couple of years and then fought some injuries and has been nothing since, but he looked good. Yeah. You know, so um, if, if they can, if Deshaun Watson can kind of develop a little bit more rapport with those other receivers, the Texans, they're still a playoff quality team. Yeah. I mean, definitely don't write them off yet. I mean, they're again, they played the Kansas city chiefs. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good at football. You know they won the Super Bowl last yeah, year. Yeah, they, so. they've got a little, a uh, little bit more talent, and um, a lot of people. Uh, I'll go ahead and touch on it. Were a bit. They had the moment of unity, mm-hmm. and the booze. Come on, that's people. even been debated on whether or not it was booze. No, it was definitely booze. No, that's again, that's that's been debated. Well, like, what the, the hell were they doing? Chiefs. No, uh, I no. I watched the game. They were booing. Okay. Well, Andy Reid said they weren't. Oh, well, and there was Andy Reid knows all. Okay, they were booing. I'm telling you, I watched it they again. Were no, I, I'm, I no, I'm not going to go as far as to say that's 100 percent true. Maybe there were some boos. I guarantee there were. Oh no, yeah, definitely. But I don't, I don't Boo think it was the majority. And Chiefs. Of... It doesn't even sound the same. Okay. They, they were booing. <laughs> again, I'm, I'm not going to say that. Some booze, but sure. Anyway. Anyway. Uh Falcons beat the Seahawks or I mean Seahawks beat the Falcons, which again, that's kind of what was expected. Russell Wilson had a great game. Gurley, uh first game in his new home. Yeah. Not me. Not not awesome. Scored a touchdown, got uh fifty six yards, but they only had fourteen carries. Uh they were playing from behind in that game a lot, so can't really say that Gurley sucks just yet for the simple fact that he didn't really get as many looks as as he would in a in a tightly contested game because Seattle came out of the gate, hung 14 up, and then, like I said, they were behind the eight ball for the rest of the game. Right. Um, already talked about the Bills, Jets, Bears, Packers, uh, Patriots, Cam Newton's big debut, uh, smacked the Dolphins around, which, again – that's what you're supposed to do, whether you got Tom Brady or not. Right. Uh, Newton looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did see that concerned me was that Cam Newton, 15 carries. You know, you've got a guy that has been a walking injury for the last few years. Yeah. Even when he's played hurt, I mean, the simple fact is he's been banged up. They're not going to make it if they're counting on him to run the ball 15 times a game. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, no. Especially concerned with his injury history. That's yeah. It's not going to. It's not going to work, but... And it wasn't so much that the Patriots looked good as it was the Dolphins looked bad. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, three picks. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's... We'll see when they they go up against a little bit more competition. Um, The other big surprise of the week, for me anyway, 
I guess it wasn't really a huge surprise because I had the Panthers picked last in their division. I had them winning. And you the had division. yeah, it's more of a surprise for you <laughs> yeah. than it is for me. But the the Raiders, um, yay, they scored thirty four points. Boo, they allowed thirty. Yeah, you know, against a team that is in rebuild mode. Basically, I mean, Bridgewater is right. no slouch, but right. still, you, you you need to clean that defense up if if you're going to win a lot of games in this league. But still. Gruden's got the the offense chugging along anyway. Thirty four points. Carr looked good. Jacobs um, looked amazing. Three touchdowns. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. Um, he had three touchdowns, but he didn't go over a hundred. Like, but Whatever. again, that's not really a measure of this anymore. Yeah. Um, but he got it in the end zone when he had to get it in the end zone. Um, <laughs> Bengals gonna bangle. Mm-hmm. That's literally what I wrote. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> Bengals being her Chargers being aren't going to be a really good football team this year. No, and Joe Burrow, he wasn't bad. He looks pretty good. He had, yeah. a, he had a solid game for a rookie debut. Um, and then they get down there, and and we'll we'll talk about this. But the it wasn't a, a long field goal by any means. It was a chip shot. Yeah. yeah. And the kicker cramped up literally in the middle of the kicking motion. Yeah. Sailed it wide right. And the Chargers win 16-13. <sighs> Look, you got a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. who's playing pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a season that you whether, – whether you tell your players this or not, you're not, you're not going anywhere. Right. You know this. Why, why don't you go for it? Let the, let the kid – Show you what he's got. Yeah, you know what I mean. Give him some confidence, I right. guess. Go, just go, go for win the win. game. You yeah. know, that's I've never understood that, and it's not just the Bengals. A lot of teams do this. Um, go for it. He he got you down there. Let him try and win the game for you. But no, you put it on a <laughs> as well, Peyton Manning. You, you give it to an idiot kicker. <laughs> who apparently didn't hydrate enough this week, and he no. cramped up in the middle of his kick and pushed it wide. And like I said, Bengals going to bangle, and they're 16-13. Um, and uh, Bucks saints pretty good game. Yeah. Um, Brady was was not great, but was not bad. Right. Breeze, pretty good. Um, they did lose Michael Thomas to the dreaded high ankle sprain. Yeah. Uh, pretty much said he's out for at least next week and historically on a high ankle, especially a receiver, he's probably going to be out anywhere from, from two to four weeks. I would think with that, yeah. which could, could be bad. Cause I think what um, I heard was probably three weeks. Yeah. I mean, what's likely. this is a guy that caught 150 passes last year and now he's going to miss a, a couple of key games coming up. Um, but yeah, they looked good. Brady did throw a pick six, which was awesome awesome yeah because i hate him um gronk did, did you hear that that stat that brady is with elite company that i saw it but what was it again do you remember uh three let's see let's see if i can i'll try and try and pull that up yeah i'll um, try and pull it up but but yeah uh, alvin kamara had the uh the big contract extension and he showed that he's worthy of it because mm-hmm. he had a really good game jared cook had a great game um ronald jones didn't look too bad no. which is funny because they just made the big pickup of leonard fournette who came in and he didn't play much but he didn't do anything of course he's again out of shape um but at this point, I don't think you just hand it over to Leonard Fournette right now. No, let him get in shape. Yeah, Jones Jones played a pretty good game, and I think sure. he at least deserves a start next week. Okay, here's the stat. Tom Brady has thrown a pick six in three straight games. The last quarterbacks to do that were Blaine Gabbert and Matt Schaub in 2013. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Elite company. Pretty exclusive, yeah. Holy shit. Couldn't happen to a better guy. I know, right? Um. And then in the uh, the last two games of the Sunday, what did I tell you? Yeah, Arizona right. Cardinals twenty four twenty over the Forty ers and look, they didn't look great. You know, they didn't look like world beaters, but they got the job done. Yeah, Tyler Mur- Kyler Murray, sorry, um, did it all. Did it through the air with his feet. 
He threw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins a lot. 14. 14 catches. Um, and that's all he's got to do is just not make mistakes and get the ball to the playmakers, and they're going to be formidable. I'm not – look, I ain't shitting anybody. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. No. But I think they are a playoff-quality team, and I think the 49ers are going to suffer more from the, the whole Super Bowl hangover, obviously, than the Chiefs are. Um, and I don't. I just don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. No. He didn't have a bad game, but again, I, I think that they're going to fall off this year. Their defense didn't look nearly as tough as they did last year, um, up until the second half of the Super Bowl when they just got shellacked. Right. Um, but yeah, the Cardinals that that come out strong look good. Uh, Rams not so much. They lost to the Ram or not the Rams Cowboys. I'm sorry because they lost to the Rams. Um, and those ugly ass Rams uniforms. Those are hideous. Those and are I see horrible. people online praising. I'm like, how? Those things are, they're terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Logos terrible. Uniforms are. You know, and that's the. I mean, I'm not against the all white. I'm not. I love I'm, all white. I I'm think not it's a great. big fan of it myself, but, Oof. but still, it doesn't look bad. But the logo, the the ram horn, and the numbers, the it numbers just look yeah. bad. It's it's not a good look. They look plastic almost. Yes. It's weird. It, yeah, it just it looked terrible. Yeah. Um, not a fan at all. But again, it's the Cowboys, so I'm very happy to see them 0 and one. Yeah. You know, um Jared Goff had a good game. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, First game without Gurley. Zeke Zeke looks strong. Uh oh, definitely. But Dak didn't. Right. You know, he just it, and the defense didn't. Although you only give up twenty points with that much talent on offense, you you should win more than you lose when yeah. you only allow 20 points in, in today's NFL. Um, so yeah, it's Cowboys are uh, starting in an early hole and they got to catch the Washington football team. Now first place. Yeah. yeah all other... alone in first place. Yep. Cause all three other teams in the division lost, which brings me to Monday night. And yes, folks, you already know I'm a Steeler fan and I was very happy with what I saw. Um, Steelers big 26, 16 win. Didn't look strong early. No, definitely not. Ben, ben looked very rusty. Grabbing as, the collar a little bit early. I'm like, uh, yeah, as to be expected. Ben come out and was missing a lot of open guys, and it just didn't look good at all. Well, they also didn't the play calling too. They ran a lot on his first couple drives. I'm like, let him throw a couple easy yeah, passes, get they, rhythm a little bit. And I I don't know if that's scripted or not, but yeah, it seemed like. And even when they did let him throw, they were little dink and dunks and screens and things of that nature. And then when it really clicked is right before halftime when they they went to that no huddle where Ben calls his own shit. Mm. And w- what did they do? Boom, 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 boom! Right down the field, yeah. touchdown. Chase Claypool had an amazing yeah I, first I'm, grab. Yeah, if, if you're going to make an NFL debut, that's the way to do it. I mean, the only thing missing would have was a touchdown. But, yeah, it was a huge third down catch, toe tapper, you know. Hell of a throw, too. Yep, right on the – he threw it, the only place that could be caught. And, yeah, he attacked the ball high, got the toes in, great first catch. for, And I think Claypool is going to be a monster. Uh, Connor a little banged up, but not as banged up as they initially thought. Um Benny Snell had a very quiet 120 yards. Yeah, and he showed me and I think a lot of people that he is fully capable of being a starting running back in this league. Yeah. Um, I liked what I saw, and if Connor doesn't come out off of this injury strong. Uh, He's in a contract year, so he might be Exactly, else. yeah. He won't be a Steeler next year if he does not bounce back from this injury strong. There's just It's not going to happen. We're already up against it right now with the cap, and we still got some big names coming up. Bud Dupree, Juju, yeah, yeah. And honestly, I'm pretty much writing Juju off. I mean, I want him to have a great year for the sake of the Steelers this year, but at the same time, if he has a great year, there's no way we can keep him. Yeah, no, it's just not. We don't have the money because we got T.J. Watt coming up. We have Bud Dupree. I'd like to see him and, and Minka as well. Yeah, Minka's going to be up. Is He's it, got a couple years. I think but. two years before Minka, but still, you got to kind of plan ahead for these things. And a lot of it is going to depend. There's a lot of factors. If Bud Dupree balls out contract year, you almost have to keep him. Um, Deontay Johnson did not look strong, and he had a great year last year. And But if, if Deontay Johnson returns to that late-season form that he had and Washington continues his rise 
and Claypool continues and it looks like they can get by with those three, then Juju's gone. If it the wheels fall off, then they might open the checkbook for Juju. But I just traditionally I, I, they're really good at drafting wide receivers too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've come to the I've come to terms with the fact that this is probably the last year we're going to see Juju Smith Schuster in a Steelers uniform, and it sucks because he's one of those guys. He's a Heinz Ward type to me. He has fun, yeah, playing the game, and he does all the little things. You know, he's a great blocker, as um, Perfect found out yeah. a couple of years ago. Um, and he, when he's got a good quarterback, which he did not have last year, he is a number one quality receiver. He uh, played pretty well too. No, Two he touchdowns. Played, and, yeah, he yeah. played great. And the tight ends, I think, once they get going, and Ben really finds that groove because mm. remember this is his first game in over a year mm-hmm. um or almost a year i guess i should say and with with eric ebron and uh vance mcdonald yeah. playing those double tight sets and you have three maybe four solid receivers because i really liked what i saw about uh, washington too yeah the one of the more impressive plays was the play that he didn't make ben let it fly down the field and washington was just that close to mm. and this is a little guy but he jumps higher than a giraffe's ass and he's pretty fast and as we saw on that touchdown he's very strong mm. i mean all the everybody on twitter was like that that's a boy that was raised on the farm which yeah. he was because yeah he carried two giants into the end zone those last three yards uh so i was very impressed with that um like what i see look when you hold a saquon barkley to six yards on 15 carries you're going to be okay. Okay. I want to address this when you talk about Juju. Did you see the video that I think ESPN posted? It was like two hours before the game. No. There's He's not filming it. It's just some random girl. I think she's outside of some restaurant, and she's just filming this homeless guy. And Juju walks up, hands him a bag, hands him a drink, walks away. Actually, I've seen Juju do that stuff before, yeah. and uh, I don't. It might have been last year or maybe the year before, but he basically walked into a shoe store and bought everybody shoes. Nice. Like he's just he's the he's, he's a good kid. He's the anti Antonio Brown. Brown. Right. He really is. I mean, he's a good kid, good head on his shoulders, and he just he truly loves the city of Pittsburgh and and the Steeler fans, and it shows. And like I said, I, it's going to suck because I just don't think we're going to have the money for him right. if we want to keep that defense together. Now, depending on how the season goes and what Ben says in those exit meetings to, yeah. to the Rooney family, you know, Ben has the pull to be like, look, I want this guy. Like, if they win a Super Bowl this year, Maybe they let him go, but if they get right there and just it doesn't quite happen, maybe they franchise him or maybe Ben restructures restructures to to help him out because I mean they've got great rapport, which led to the whole Antonio Brown meltdown thing. Was it was basically look, let's it was jealousy. Yeah, you know, I mean Ben still threw to Antonio a lot, but in Juju's second year, you could clearly see that Ben was starting to favor Juju more than Antonio. Mm. And that was why Antonio became a big pissy little bitch. And that's why he's unemployed right now. Hmm. Um, so yeah, now, um, actually what we're probably going to do is we're going to talk week two, just a little preview. So we're not going to talk about the Denver game. Oh, that's right. There was a Denver game. It was pretty fucking boring. I it was. Um, I wasn't super impressed with him, and, and I'll Neither get into team. that when we talk. Um, you know, the the only funny thing that come out of that was Stephen Kostowski had just an absolute shit game, the kicker for the Titans, but yeah. he wins the game. Yeah, missed three field goals, missed an extra point, and then Ve- Ver- Mike Vrabel. You got to give him credit. Holy shit. Yeah, lets him win, get a chance to win the game, and you know, I mean, it is Steven Gostowski. Yep. Sorry, he's won a few Super Bowls. Yeah, and one it's of the most one game. Ever. So yeah, you probably run him out there now. If you miss that one, he's unemployed, probably, yeah. or, or at the very least on a super short leash. Yeah, you know. So 
but yeah, other than that, I didn't really see anything in that game that stood out to me. Derrick Henry was solid, but not, you know. He had his worst game against Denver last year, too. Yeah, and Denver's got a good defense, even without Von Miller, who they've officially announced he's gone for the season, Mm. which is going to hurt them. But they still have Nick, was it? Bradley Bradley Chubb. How do we have two Chubbs in the NFL at the same time? Um, so, yeah, that basically wrapped up the week. Um, full disclosure, after I watched Steeler game, I didn't really watch much of any of the, the Denver game. I did, but it was hard to keep my attention on it. i got to be honest. I, was... I mean, I had it on, but I was playing 2K because mm. 2K dropped the day after last week's show, which is one of the reasons why we haven't broadcast because – I haven't even tried to get him over here to, to do a show because as soon as I get home, I turn on 2K, and I can't wait to get his ass out of the house today so I can get back on 2K. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the last thing, uh, we're going to do another show where we'll, we're going to talk about a few things, and we're also going to preview week two of the NFL. Um, but one of the last things I did want to touch on, touch on, and it was really a non-story until about noon on Tuesday and has picked up a little steam, and I just don't get it. And that is the thing with um, the Steelers' starting left tackle, Al Villanueva. Um, it, if you didn't know, he is a former Army Ranger combat vet. And that's widely known news. Last year when they had all the, the protests and everything, he was the one that – got a lot of flack because the team decided that they weren't coming out for the anthem. And technically he didn't come out with the anthem for the anthem, but he came out to the tunnel and stood there with his hand over his heart. And in the world that we live in today, there were 87 cameras on him and they showed him that, Oh, he broke from team unity and came out for the national anthem. Fine. Anyway, fast forward to this week and we had some teams coming out, some teams not, some people kneeling, some people not. Well, the the team decided to come out. All of them stood for the national anthem, and they had agreed to put a uh, a victim of police brutality. And I say well, that. Well, they also held a, a slight sign. eye roll. Yes, they they held the sign, the banner that said Steelers Against Racism. Um, but they had a man's name on the back of their helmet. His name was uh, Antoine Rose Jr., who I believe in 2018 was shot and killed by police. He was unarmed. And so they put his name on. Now, Villanueva talked to Tomlin and told him that he was not going to do that. He was going to put Alwyn Cash's name on the back of his helmet on a piece of tape over uh, Antoine Rose Jr. Alwyn Cash was a war hero in Iraq. He pulled six people burning from a vehicle while he himself was on fire and covered in fuel, saved six people's lives, and subsequently died and then was uh, awarded the Silver Star after his death. Now, my biggest problem of the whole thing was that they chose to honor a person who factually was involved in a drive-by shooting. That is undeniable fact. Should he have been shot? No, probably not. But the, the fact remains, he was involved in an attempted murder and tried to run from police. To me, that's not an honorable, honor-worthy honor person. Agree? Disagree? Huh. No, you're right. I, I mean, and the fact that the, the media is making this huge story out of it now, Villanueva did not tell his teammates, according to a few people that have talked, and that... I disagree with. He probably should have said something. But the fact that they're making this a story at all upsets me more than anything because this is a man who literally fought for our country and, and he died. Well, I mean, Al. Yeah. Oh. Al fought for our country and yeah. he's honoring one of his fallen comrades who was black. Mm. You know, it's not like he picked a, you know, white guy or Hispanic. It was a black man who died in combat. Not a black man who died after performing a drive-by shooting. And again, the fact that they're making this a story and and it's almost like they're trying to turn the team against him. Get off that because it's just, it's bullshit. And it's just a microcosm of the way that the media will take a story and use it to try and divide people. So there's also kind of a subtle gesture gesture 
and the fact that he picked a guy who's obviously a hero, he also picked someone who's black. Yeah, which is, I mean, it, it, there's a subtle message of, hey, you get mad at these guys for kneel- kneeling because they don't respect troops. Well, this black man, yeah, gave his life, so it's you know, yeah. And rather than focus on the positive of the thing, where the entire team come out and stood for the national anthem, uh, they focus and held on the sign. So. Yeah, and held the sign. They focus on one guy who decided to honor one of his fallen comrades, as opposed to somebody who tried to kill somebody, or at least was involved with somebody who tried to kill somebody. Should he have been shot? No, probably not. But the point I made to to both Dylan and somebody on Twitter is, what if the cop doesn't shoot that kid who was running away, trying to get away, and what if he gets away and the next day he kills somebody in your family? Then, you know, maybe, or, or one of those reporters' families or whatever, then maybe they might feel a little different about it. It's just, it, it's ridiculous that it's even a story. But Big Al, I know you're not listening, but if you ever do, I'm supporting you, bro. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Like I said, we are going to probably turn it right around and put together a little week two preview. And you want to play 2K? Yeah, I do. But <laughs> um, again, with our schedules being the way they are right now, I'd like to get a little extra I, content. I um Besides, most of the people I play with aren't all four kids. So. <laughs> and I got all my badges grinded out, so I don't have to do that. Anyway, so yeah, that is going to wrap it up for episode 18. Like, We'll turn it around and drop episode 19 for you here in just a moment. Dylan. Bye-bye. All right, guys, we will see you in episode 19. Ooh.